All right, I hope everybody's doing really good. Um, we are back with another edition of KC Music Talk. We have kind of a special day today. Um, we are here with a musician, band leader, and member of the Nebraska Country Music Hall of Fame, Maynard Zip. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Um, and also uh, sitting with us is also um, Diana Foster. And so we've got... Um, We've got grandpa, mother, and son here, so it's kind of a fun little, fun little interview we'll do for today. Um, so, you've been playing music about a million years, huh? Uh, right at that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it. Yeah, yeah. So, so talk a little bit about how you, how you kind of started, and and what like me. Did, so, did you start on uh, accordion? Yes. Yeah. I, I started on a. Little twelve bass accordion. Mm -hmm. I believe it, if I remember correctly, uh, the, it was a noble mm -hmm. brand, but it was a good instrument. Uh, it wasn't a pile of junk uh, like most of those twelve basses were. Mm -hmm. They uh, none of them lasted very long. This thing lasted for years. Mm -hmm. Wow! I played it for a long time afterwards because that's all we could afford. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what what year was that roughly? Weren't you like 10? Didn't you say you were around 10 when you started yeah, that? I would think 10 I'll, years old or something? Uh, 8 or 10 somewhere in there. So I 46? Just 1946 then. Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Cool, yeah. Ago. So and then so what so what happened at that time? Did you like immediately start playing in bands, or were you just at home screwing around? Or no, I'm. I, I'll I'll go back to when I started the lessons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk about that. The the people that uh, taught us in Fullerton, uh, they were from South Dakota. They uh, came through and sold this this uh, program, if you bought their uh, instrument, and uh, if I remember correctly, uh, my dad and mom paid, uh, I think it was $127 for that, and that was a lot of money back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a little 12 base, I think it was a Noble, and uh, they gave lessons on Saturday morning in Fullerton, and uh, I went for quite a while. I went as, uh, with that 12 bass until I was through uh, and was ready to get a 120 bass. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was way more money, and they couldn't afford that. And I just kept going with that. Yeah, small, that's small. Yeah. Later on, when I was, had a job and got to making some money, I bought a. 120 bass. Mm -hmm. I yeah, think yeah. out of Minnesota's big brown music store up there in Minnesota, New Ulm. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So, so like you started on accordion, and then why? Like what? Why did you decide to do? At, so so later on, why why did you decide to start doing like a family band? Oh, well, because it was something that. Uh, would help help uh, financially pay mm. some bills, and uh, I enjoyed it. And the kids uh, get a lot of we 
we could afford to give them some money for helping play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you 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 yeah. paid them, huh? It wasn't just child labor, huh? Yeah, no. yeah, actually, they paid them. No, they. Oh yeah. What did we pay? About twenty dollars a night or something? I think I got fifteen dollars a night <clears throat> when we played it, and then on New Year's Eve we got more. <laughs> oh yeah. I happen to remember. <laughs> hey, one step in between um, the accordion and the family band, which wouldn't have started till considerably later, is you told me you got a Sears Roebuck guitar as a teenager. So that would have been between the accordion and going to... Oh, yeah. I think I was about 14 when I got that uh, first guitar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, you... Yeah, so, so there was a time there where you obviously, like, screwed around with guitar before you just decided to have a band and all of a sudden right. I'm going to play guitar, you know? Right. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So so with, with the family band, like, what... Um, what was kind of the strength of you of your band, or like what what kind of shows did you play, or like what was good about the band? Like, can answer well, that we, however you we want. We played we played music that they could dance to. It was a dance band. We played some country western music. We played some old dance, big ballroom dancing uh, songs that were popular back mm -hmm. in. Uh, those days, I don't know what years that was, but late sixties, early seventies, mm -hmm. when I joined. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good good thing for the kids to to make some extra money, mm -hmm. and uh, we enjoyed it. It was mostly in Iowa. Mm -hmm. Northwest Iowa right. was our our stomping grounds. Um, it was it was a nice situation for the family mm -hmm. some people didn't didn't really appreciate uh, us taking the kids out into uh, where they sold alcohol mm -hmm. things, but uh, you mean like other people in the community yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. they kind of got over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that was that I mean that's that's an interesting thing to think about you know because yeah. a lot of a lot of you yeah, know, they didn't. Do there that. were some people that didn't didn't think that was a thing to do, mm -hmm. but it uh, apparently didn't affect the kids negatively. Yeah, <laughs> they all done well and didn't hurt them a bit. Yeah, and I mean that's that's kind of an interesting thing because we we talk about that uh, we've talked about stuff like that on the show where the purposes for doing things, you know, and and this. The people that are arguing with you are saying that it's detrimental, right? And you're and you you have just a different perspective on on the benefits of it, you know. So, like you, you mentioned a little bit about the money, was there anything else that you can kind of think about about why you wanted the family to have a band? Like, well, uh, I don't know. I I think back and I don't know. Uh, why we did it, I guess uh, for ourselves, uh, we thought it would help our band uh, have some of the kids in it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Sure. I think, I think one of the <clears throat> things with families, if you think about lots of other groups that are families, like your voices are always going to blend more than mm -hmm. people who aren't familial. They're not mm -hmm. in families. That's why there's been family bands for years. The, Osmonds, Johnny Cash, Jacksons, right? Yeah, because Jackson families are their voices are alike. Mm -hmm. So singing yeah. wise, 
you're always going to sound as good or better than you do with other people. Yeah, so. yeah. and uh, it gave them a little extra spending money right. that we didn't have to give them. It's uh, also a way to pass down tradition. If your mm -hmm. families are very musical, you you like the fact that your children might have that ability and yeah. get to learn and pass down tradition. You see, that's what I'm kind of trying to get at. Yeah. Is, is the yeah. Like his dad was musical. My dad played piano and uh, a violin, I think. Uh, I never did ever see it. I never saw his violin, I don't know. But that was before I was yeah. uh, very old to know any better. Yeah, yeah. But I know he, and I think he played mandolin too, mm -hmm. some. He was not a great musician, but neither was I. <laughs> yeah, Hall of Fame, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so like, maybe last question on the family band is, um, was, was there something that was kind of challenging about the band, or was there, was there something that was kind of tough in regards to running the family band, or just running your band in general? And, and, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. wasn't a problem. Mm -hmm. I never had any problem. The kids, they they uh, didn't especially like it to start with, but <laughs> uh, uh, eventually they didn't mind it so bad. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Yeah, and maybe you can comment on that. I mean, I know that I, I bet we joked uh, on when you did your interview about uh, yeah. dating uh, dating the Zip Girls, right? How they have to date on Sunday, right? Because they're always playing Saturday and oh, Friday yeah. night. You know, I don't know. <coughs> maybe you could answer that. Well, about. I just remember him coming and asking if we wanted to join the family, or it wasn't a family band yet, if we wanted to join him and play, because you'd been playing with another band, you know, some other guys, and I remember thinking on Friday and Saturday, like, like on a night we might get to start dating on those nights, like, <laughs> be with your parents, and, uh, but then we took a few lessons and started, and mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good experience for the kids, yeah. I don't think it hurt them a bit. But uh, they were always well behaved. I didn't have to worry about them. They mm -hmm. they they didn't mind it too bad. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And they got a little spending money out yeah. of it, yeah. so it was okay. That's cool. We watched them. You know, they didn't have to worry about. Once in a while, there might be a person out there that was making some bad remarks or something, but mm -hmm. they. That's where I learned to polka. On break time, they'd start the uh, jukebox, right. mm -hmm. and then a lot of the people that were in the crowd were friends of the family, and so we'd dance with some of them. We learned how to polka. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so cool. So I guess the next thing I'd love to talk to you a little bit about is, um, and this is a topic that I'm really fascinated by, is just gigging in general, like, like with in regards to like the running of a band and, and how what it was like in the 70s and then what it's like now so like what was what was the kind of quality of the other bands that were in the area like kind of kind of the it was there some was there kind of high competition in that area in northwest iowa or yes. how was that like yes it was there were some good bands some 
bands that were better than we were. Uh, uh, they, you know, had more experience and stuff. Mm -hmm. but, but we we just did the basic country country songs and tunes. We we did okay. We we had plenty of work. It seemed mm -hmm. like uh, it was it was okay. Yeah, and then, and then so that's my next question. So so how much did you guys play? I mean, what what does that mean? We had a lot of work Is once it, a week. Yeah, know, Saturday were, night. And there were times we were playing Friday and Saturday when yeah, I there was some kind Friday. of in the seventies. I remember playing sometimes a couple times a week, but a, a lot lot once a week. Yeah, yeah, we played we played it on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, we'd get a private party or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, and those mm -hmm. are nice, as you know. Oh, yeah, you do. Them. And um, it, it, we we had some we had some tough nights. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that mean? <laughs> Please well, tell more. <laughs> we had some tough nights. Low attendance, you know, maybe yeah. not that many people there. That's pretty common with all bands. Well, sure, <laughs> it's same thing today. Yeah, there. You don't have good nights all the time. Yeah, yeah, and and that was yeah. The attendance was another thing because like, definitely when I talk to a lot of the fifty and sixty year olds, they're they're always you know you know rubbing rubbing it in that the, you know the good old days and all this stuff you know back it was so much better in the seventies and nineties and da da da. Now today yada 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 and they they start talking all that kind of stuff and they they kind there's this kind of mythological thing that happens when you talk about those days and they're they're always talking about oh man the bar was full every night and oh da 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 you know and we got paid 300 now we get paid 300 still you know all that kind of stuff so i mean i guess i'm i'm asking like in general how was the attendance what was at like bars specifically was it packed or was it sometimes we had packed houses mm -hmm. sometimes it was uh pretty Pretty good. It's, we didn't have television, mm. and that was a big thing. Right. Television now has taken taken a toll on uh, live music. Oh yeah, uh, even to I, this day. I think you played for just as many. Like to me, the years I played, you played for just as many private parties as uh, public bookings in a bar. Like wedding dances and anniversary oh, yeah. dances and birthday parties and retirement parties. I remember playing for a lot of those, and those are have well really big attendance because right. it's a wedding or well, sure, it's yeah. an anniversary. Everybody in the county comes. That's right. So yeah. I remember playing for a lot of those in the. They'd rent the Knights of Columbus or a hall like yeah, that. Yeah, we 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 didn't have too much trouble uh, having crowds on Saturday night because we didn't. Have the competition that's out there now. Yeah. And and what do you mean by that? Do you mean like TV and yeah. internet and yeah. That? yeah. But we had other bands that were very good. There were some good bands. Uh, always is. Mm -hmm. You have competition, and uh, you have trouble with lead players leaving you. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I was a rhythm rhythm guitar player more or less. You played keyboard. Bass first and then keyboard. Yeah. Bass guitar. Mm -hmm. So it, it was 
It was a learning experience, that's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. So so talk about that a little bit, because uh, I talk or I think about that a lot. Because when I ran my own band, you know, definitely getting the players was, you know, it was very annoying sometimes, right? And I mean, oh, yeah. so talk about that losing the guitar player or whatever, or like. Well, you always have trouble if you if you've got a a good lead player, like good lead guitar. Uh, we weren't quite the quality that that uh, some of them wanted, and they'd, they'd leave you uh, for another band. Mm, and, sure, uh, and there you are. I had that happen. <laughs> so there's another advantage of your family band versus yeah. is everybody in the family is gonna yeah, you come and it. show up. And yeah, you're not gonna fire your own kid. Yes. <laughs> you, you could. But you got you everybody in your house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you yeah, I, I, I've had that happen. I, I had, I've lost a lot of musicians uh, over the years. Uh, went to another band. Mm -hmm. and fine, I'm, but I'm, we're friends yet. That's business. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, somebody's always better than you are. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not always the best. Mm -hmm. But if you do basic uh, stuff and uh, and the crowd likes your music for dancing, you'll you'll survive. Mm -hmm. but, and that and that's something interesting too. You just said is that what happens after that? You know, you just talked about we're still friends, and and I know in Kansas City, there's you know, it's we have everything here. I mean, so you know, they disown you or whatever. I'm never playing with that guy again, or you know, it's yeah. there's nothing personal. I mean, no, it, no, it, it shouldn't be. But it it for the the leader of the band, it's hard to lose a a good musician mm -hmm. uh, because he was helping you all the time to where you were at too. I mean, right. You can't have everything. You can't have uh, all, everybody uh, that's going to play the way you want them to play. Or, or mm. it's, it's, it's a tough business. Yeah, yeah, sure. It is a tough <laughs> business. Yeah, and so like, so when you're dealing with when you're dealing with that kind of mentality, what uh, what did you do as a band leader? Because you just said something interesting about you can't, you basically don't always get what you want. I mean, it's kind of what you're saying, I think, with the quality or like what, did you have moments where you had a guy that was totally not cutting it? You know, I mean, they, like they wouldn't show up on time or they were a really bad player or like, how did you handle that? Uh, I never really had a, most of the people were... Pretty responsible? Uh, yeah, responsible, and most of them were the family, uh, although mm -hmm. we had a bass player, farmer, mm -hmm. bass player. Uh, and your guitar player, the band that you had before, Harvey and... Uh, yeah. And uh, what was his name? Harvey Bachendorf. Yeah, but the, uh, guitar, the lead guitar player, Camel. Dave. Oh yeah, that was the band right before I joined. I had a lead guitar player, and uh, of course, he left mm -hmm. because he was very good. He, mm -hmm. he played. He started his own band then. Yeah, didn't he? started his own band, and and uh, it hurt us some, mm -hmm. but you survive. Yeah, and uh, I still see him once. Uh, I haven't seen him for a long time, but we're friends yet. Yeah, that's that's just the way life is. 
you're going to lose uh, somebody. Uh, they'll go to a better band, or maybe you're not playing the type of music they like to play. Uh, so they just leave you. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I guess maybe last question on that is that at that time in northern northern Iowa, was there quite a few of these random musicians around? Was it quite a few musicians? Yes, there or? was quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. Good musicians. There were some very good musicians up there. There is everywhere you go. You mm -hmm. find real good musicians. Uh, we had a good time at it. Mm -hmm. I had some 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 uh, tough times too. Had a few fights in bars. Mm -hmm. or, How was that? Well, the we played in a town uh, called Holstein, mm -hmm. and uh, it was called Hooterville. Mm -hmm. The guy that owned it was a little short guy that had a neck on him about that big, yeah. and he was—he had a, a daughter that was bartending, and uh, she was having a little trouble with this one patron in the bar. He'd been drinking, and and uh, he was bothering her quite mm -hmm. a bit, and kind of got on her nerves. And I, mm -hmm. her, her dad was behind the bar. And he'd seen it all, and he was getting about up to here, yeah. taking it. He didn't come, He when he decided he was going to do something about it, because this guy was over in a booth, and he didn't come around the bar, he come over it. Yeah, yeah. He, he leaped over the bar, and he was just a short guy too, and he leaped over the bar, and he went over and grabbed that guy with a nap of the neck and drug him right in front of the band on the floor and they started fighting. <laughs> and he'd ask, after he'd get done whacking him a few times, he'd ask him if he had enough and the guy says, yeah, I've had enough. And then he'd pop him on. <laughs> and they went on and on and the blood was flying around. And, I mean, they mopped up the blood with a mop. And they drug him outside into the, into the alley. Oh man. <laughs> That is funny. So right in front of the band, right? Yes, I mean, right, right in there. front of the band. And Harvey was playing bass, and he just kept backing up. He was afraid he was going to get on him and mm -hmm. uh, hurt his instrument. And <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Oh yeah, that's that's funny. Oh. It oh. was that was that a kind of? Did you guys play in quite a few like real rough bars like oh, yeah. that or? We played some rough bars. Yeah, all bars can get rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, it depends on the crowd. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. not the place of business problem. It's the who's in there. Yeah, yeah. right, right. The troublemakers are, right. are are hiding there for a while until they get enough alcohol in them. So, like, I mean, was that like a was that like a monthly thing, or it probably wasn't that frequent? No, like it was something just a, like that. It was a normal Saturday night. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> a normal Saturday. Yeah. It didn't happen all the time. No, yeah, no, yeah. that was that one was pretty unusual. I yeah. think they're probably still talking about that one. They're probably, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I know in Kansas City, I mean, we, you know, 
we don't have a pretty rough city like that. I mean, there's that's really unusual to yeah. have like a big bar fight yeah, like that, that was, or something. That was bad. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see any like like straight up full like whole bar like no, no. you ever no. see anything like that? No, yeah. we never seen that. Yeah. This was just a two guys that just hated each other <laughs> <laughs> for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's for a little while. I find that stuff just funny. I mean, oh, hearing about was, old band stories. It, it was real. That, that was real. I mean, it was right in front of us. Yeah. yeah. And and every time the guy, you know, the guy on top was the bar owner, and he'd say, "Have you had enough?" and and are you going to behave? And the guy would say, "Yeah," and then he'd let him go, and then he'd whack him on. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it was a. I'll never forget that. So, so I guess the next the next thing I'd love to ask you is, um, when I teach a lot of my students, um, we're playing off of music, you know, in orchestra and stuff like that. Um, but you've been basically playing by ear for a really long time. Can you talk about a little bit like playing by ear and what what why that's good or bad or what like what what do you what's your thought on that? Well, I don't know. I, I wasn't very good at reading music when I, you know, I when I started with that group out of South Dakota, we had to read read notes, and I can't read a note now. I wouldn't know uh, mm -hmm. how to do it, but it it's a way to get started. Uh, it's the way to. You mean playing by ear? Yeah. Yeah. To start by notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The accordion is the greatest instrument for that. Uh, for learning to play by ear because the the chord structure on a accordion is great. You've got to, you've got your your key of C is got a little dent in it, and then all your everything above C uh, is sharps, and everything below that are mm. flats and and. Uh, it's, it's a on the button side of it, you're yeah, talking. Yeah, on the bass side. Yeah. It's a fabulous instrument to learn because you, you, that that goes right with guitar playing. Uh, those chord structures, uh, the way they got it put together on the left side of accordion is perfect for you to remember. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know really anything about an accordion, and they, they see it, but they don't really know. So, so you're playing bass on those buttons, and then you're doing everything else on the keyboard, yeah. right? Melody on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. melody, uh, keyboard side, and the bass side is 120 buttons over. That's what they yeah. call it for the 120. Right. But, but it's easy to find. You put your, uh, your, your hand through the strap mm -hmm. and feel... For that indentation on that, it's right in the middle. Middle C. Mm -hmm. And everything below that's flats, and everything above that is sharps, mm -hmm. and G and D and A and E and yeah. Mm -hmm. I think a little bit of what you're, what I hear you saying is that if you want to learn theory and all that, mm -hmm. the accordions or piano is a really, oh, yeah. really yeah. good way to understand theory and chording. The accordion is even the best instrument for mm -hmm. that because it's all in a row, you know, well it is on piano too, you know, I right. guess, but it's a little different on piano. This is so easy to understand the system, Yeah, yeah. the accordion system. It, 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 it helps somebody that, uh, doesn't play all by 
if you're going to play by ear, it really helps that. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I, I can even use it to this day. Yeah. In fact, uh, I say, I wonder where that chord is. And then I remember where they're all in order over there. And mm -hmm. Dance tunes always went up into sharps and then just slipped one by one by one back. Mm -hmm. And they still do. I mean, the, the old dance tunes are still written that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's cool. And so, like, did you find that playing by ear made your life kind of easy sometimes, like as a band? Oh yeah, you can yeah. you can be well, you you can take your your uh, eyes off of the music. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. it comes out of your head then. Mm -hmm. Because you can read like chords, right? I mean, you're seeing G minor oh, yeah, and C, yeah. so, so, I, but that's reading, right? I mean, that's yeah, reading chord yeah. charts. Oh yeah, I, I use I use that up to this day. Uh, if I'm learning a new song, I, if I have them written down in C and G and A and E and B flat and, and that stuff, I, I can read my own writing. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's cool, and and I just know that I'm I'm so glad that I started ear training, you know, as a very young kid, and, and it was you know great great idea on your part to go with the Suzuki, because, um, I mean, did, did you guys ever have? I'm sure this happened a ton where people came up and like gave you a request, right? And you've like never even played the song before, and then you're just like, okay, and boom. if you if you can sing it, you can play it. Mm. I mean, if, if you can sing the melody, why, then you can play that song. You may not play it exactly right, but... Mm -hmm. You can kind of find your chords yeah. as you go, right? But, yeah. but you gotta have that melody first, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Um, the, was there... Was there something that you wish you would have done, like, a, a, over your life, mu musically? Like, you can answer that however you want, or nothing, maybe. But uh, was it like like lessons or learning to read or playing more shows or I mean it can answer I wish, everyone. I wish I could I would have learned uh, playing by note a little more mm -hmm. a little a little longer than that because mm -hmm. it would have helped me. I wish I could read notes yeah, but I can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's so cool because. There's some people that can't play by ear. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah, just know. like some ear players can't read, you know, and, and I, in my opinion, I think it's, you're so much more open if you can play by ear, because you can literally do everything, but oh, if you're yeah. playing by sheet music, you got to have the music. you don't have music, your sheet music, you can't right? play anything. Oh, yeah. You can, you, if you don't know the song real well, you can fake it and, and make, it, make it sound right. Yeah, right, yeah. It sounds pretty good, yeah better than nothing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, cool so yeah maybe maybe just a couple more here for you um, so did you have any experiences like with club owners like like uh, guys who ran the club because you were so first of all were you booking your own band mm -hmm. yeah so you did that not somebody else in the band so I guess I guess why I'm asking this question is because I'm I'm fascinated with how you how you talk to club owners because there's a lot of people that have different styles. Some guys come up to them and basically give them the 
hey, we're really good. When do you want us? Not if, when. You know, it kind of you come at them strong, and then there's other guys where you want to, you know, butter them up with some jokes first, and then they like you. Then you come at them with, you know, did, did you have any, like, theories on that or, or any ways that you tended to? Well, <clears throat> usually when you go to get paid, uh, you ask if you... Uh, have any more dates that you would like or something like that. I learned uh, I learned a lesson once, hard lesson, that you don't, at the end of the night, you don't, and if you're playing a club, you do not tell the audience where you're going to be the next week. Mm -hmm. I got chewed out really good yeah, yeah. for that. They said, the owner, when he went to pay me, he says, you don't ever do that. Mm -hmm. I says, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause I still no... remember that because there's a few bands that are still doing that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they usually the owner isn't there or he's home in bed. Yeah. He's got somebody. And the wait waitresses don't care. No, right? and they don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can see their point of view. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you you don't want to advertise up there where you're going to be the next week. It's, yeah. uh, that hurts our business. Right. But I learned that the hard way. Ooh. It was yeah. pretty upset. Oh sure. Yeah. I don't I don't blame him. I mean. Yeah. We we think that we think that we're this great music community and we're all friends and stuff. Yeah. Well, they aren't. You know, they they're the club. No, it's uh, competition right. to them, and so you don't you don't advertise the competition mm -hmm. for them. So what? So so in in regards to that, how did you deal with like money, like 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 talking to them about how much we're gonna get paid tonight? Because that's always a huge thing, right? I mean, I I just can't remember now uh, whether or I think I think uh, we always knew what before we got there or what we were supposed to get. Uh, you know, when I booked the job, I think you they they told me how much they paid. Yeah, I guess I'm talking about right at that moment though, not not after you've decided with the bar owner. I'm talking about before you've decided with the bar owner. Like when you're coming up to them and they're like, oh, well, you know, well, we, we can only give you like $1, you know, and you're like, well, we're worth three, you know, and you have I that negotiation. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, I see. It's probably uh, kind of a going rate what, that a lot oh, of them yeah. got. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, all, I, all I can say, I, I remember the days that they were paying good money because there wasn't the competition. Uh, boy, uh, the, once, once TV came in, yeah. it just it. Well, hurt. I think uh, back to that. That question was asked earlier, and it relates to this one: is the entertainment for people was to go out on Saturday night. Oh, they weren't sitting at home watching cable TV. We yeah. had two channels. Right. right. So your yeah. entertainment. So. Those bar owners were able to fill their bar because everyone wanted to dance, everyone wanted mm -hmm. to listen to music, and there wasn't a lot of other things to do. So yeah, people exactly. were that was their one night out, and it was fun, and you, you it was packed. That's right. So yeah, they were able a, to pay. It, you know, there were some yeah, there were some good good pay and jobs mm -hmm. back in the sixties and seventies mm -hmm. because you had a. a what kind of a crowd would you call it? Uh, Knuckleheads? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, 
Well, know, people weren't going to the you, movie. You didn't they have the competition of the movie houses and the TV and, and the TV. Right. And I bet that you know, obviously, um, you know, Pete. People having nine drinks at the bar too was no biggie, you know. So everybody was probably spending a lot, you know. Now right. that today everybody's, you know, kind of, especially this happens a lot at the jazz clubs where before, like in the twenties, it, it was a lot of rough places that was jazz. But now jazz is like this, this, uh, you know, going not going with your tie necessarily, but it's kind of an upscale kind of thing. So everybody's going in there. They have their one or two drinks and then they leave, you know. So it's not there's never fights at jazz clubs here is that right? ever, you know. I mean, because it's just not that kind of crowd anymore. In the twenties, mm. it was from oh, what I hear. Yeah, you know? the twenties were yeah. Wow, I I wasn't around, but. Mm. They were wild. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess, uh, like, I'm just always fascinated by that because cause it's kind of like you're being, because at that point when you're talking to the club owner, you, you have to be a salesman for your band, That's right? Is, is kind of what I'm trying to get at is, is that, like, because my buddy, my buddy that I have, he goes in and he just charms them up, you know. He gives them some jokes, makes them laugh, makes them like you, and then he's like, "Oh well, you know what? We have this band, and you know, and da da da." And then all of a sudden, he's buttered them up real good, you know. And and then other guys go in real hard, and they're like, "You know what? We have this band. We're playing. We've got thirty shows booked in the next da da da. We're really great. When do you want us? You know, and yeah. like, and you know, like, yeah, it depends on how how do you like to advertise yourself." And uh, he already said that, or I chimed in with that, that, you know, 30 to 50% of his gigs were an individual hiring him for a private party. So that was different yeah. than approaching a bar owner. Right. Now, they might have had their party in the bar, but they were booking him and yeah. hiring him yeah. and saying what they pay for the barn dance or, a, you know, uh pig roast or yeah, an yeah. outdoor gig or a wedding or an anniversary or a birthday party. Right. So that was a little bit different. Yeah, because at that point you'd be only talking really about money at that point. You're not trying to convince them that you're good for their bar if right. it's a private party, right? You already know the person, right? They've already yeah. asked you to play, yeah. I guess. The other thing I think is a little bit easier to book back then because everybody in the county knew the bands who were there they knew the people they worked with them and you didn't have to go cold call to somebody everybody knew who the available bands were and they yeah. would say this is we want him we've booked this hall and we want you to play there mm. so it's a little bit different than a big city where that you have to go on a cold call to a oh, yeah. club or whatever. yeah they knew all the bands and they knew their names and they knew who they were what type of music they played yeah. and it was it was an experience. Yeah. Did you guys have? Um, was it mostly country around there, or was there a lot of like dance bands, but not country, like the pop stuff? What was the? There was mostly country. Um, country. Polka band. There was there were, yeah there was some big bands that played in polkas and there were some good musicians. Mostly country. Yeah, yeah, it was mostly country. Uh, country and rock. Country yeah. rock. Yeah. A lot of rock, too. When Dave Tamil was playing with us, uh, he played a lot of lot rock, of and, roll songs. rock and roll songs. Mm -hmm. And they're easy to follow. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to be, but they're 
pretty hard to play on guitar if you don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the rhythm is always easy, but the lead part is yeah. pretty hard yeah. on guitar. Now, keyboard, there you go, right? It's a, it's simple. I mean, oh, it ain't simple, but it's a lot easier on keyboard for me to play that stuff than it is guitar. Right, I never right. was a good lead player on guitar. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know uh, you and I have talked about this before where, because you're, you know, you're obviously a big fan of country music, but uh, how would that go when she comes over and brings you a pop tune that you, that you wanted to play? Because I know you've talked about that where it's yeah, like... Yeah, we did that. Yeah. And we brought a few songs that but we I, wanted to do. I never was that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were talking to me about, kind of talking about the olden days where you're, you're sitting there and... and you said something like, go get me the lyrics or something. Yeah. And so you're sitting there, you're sitting there with a the record player, right? Yeah. And you're telling me about the, the... My sister and I, we would go buy the 45 because they weren't very 45 record. Mm -hmm. And we got the lyrics off the 45 because we didn't need the sheet music if you don't read sheet music. So we got the lyrics off the 45s. We're sitting there with the needle on the... get. Wait, wait, stop. Because one of us is writing and one of them is getting the lyrics. And All then... Right talk about pass down a little theory then you would say go write the chords on it now because if you knew you kind of wanted to sing in the key of D because that was a good key yeah. then he'd say go write the chords out to it now I sang in choir so I could read treble clef so sometimes I would go get the sheet music and it would have the, the guitar chords yeah. but it might not be in the key he wanted it in so then yeah. we'd need to write the but same thing if I wanted to figure out the key that you wanted, I'd go over to the piano and figure out what the chords were for mm. those lyrics. So that's how mm. we we just figured it out. Mm. Mm. So so I got two more questions for you. Um, one, I know you and I have talked a lot about the kind of state of country music today or whatever, because I know you're a huge fan of, of traditional. Know, traditional country. Can, can you talk about that? Because we've had some good conversations about that before. Uh, I, I'm a good fan of, a fan of, uh, traditional. traditional, uh, and there's still a lot of people, uh, but they're older. Mm -hmm. I mean, the younger people, uh, they, um, some of them, some of them like, uh, traditional, but there's, there's a lot of people uh, that uh, don't care for the traditional country mm -hmm. anymore, but We've got some fantastic musicians out there uh, that are doing a good job of everything. Mm -hmm. They're doing. They're, some of the people on TV are doing a good job of traditional even. Mm -hmm. So what? So I guess what I'm trying to get at is what are some of the differences? I guess we've had that conversation of, of traditional country and then the new country. Like like musically, what are some of the differences there? Oh, they're completely different. I mean, they're opposite. Uh, I I just don't like I don't like the way they're put together. Mm -hmm. So so what I, I guess I'm trying to get you to be more specific. I guess because um, are you you talked to me one time about lyrics, right? How how some of that that the new songs are. I think I think I remember you saying that the lyrics now are still pretty strong, but it was like all the music stuff. I don't know if I'm putting words in your mouth, but at one time I think you remember me saying that, that it's still all about the words, but 
what 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 about the like the rhythms and the and the the you know the notes that they're playing or whatever can can you kind of express that in any way of why you don't like it uh I, I, I don't know why I don't like it. I, yeah. I, I just don't like the sound of it. Uh, I like the I like the rhythm. Uh, if it isn't danceable, mm. uh, you know, yeah. it's not my bag yeah. anymore because that's what I was as a dance man. Yeah. If you don't have the the rhythm uh, of dance rhythm, swing or whatever. Yeah. But some of the music is is pretty good nowadays. Uh, I, I I don't mind. Uh, I kind of like some of it, but I ooh. think part of it might be like it seems like the new country. I would guess maybe something you wouldn't like about it. It's a little bit closer to pop or rock than it was mm. oh, what the traditional absolutely. to me when yeah, I see was, that's what that's what I'm trying to, to get me, at. Is like yeah, is like that's yeah. what I would yeah, see. Yeah. You like, probably wouldn't like about it as much as it's more pop and rock oriented than it is traditional simple tune, simple lyrics, simple rhythm. I I like the rock and roll of the fifth. 50s and 60s and that yeah. wasn't country at all. No. Right. I love that stuff and I still yeah. like it. Yeah. But it's a definite rhythm and, and it, it's, yeah. it, it's put together quite a bit like the mm -hmm. traditional country. Yeah. Only it had a stronger beat and, mm -hmm. and uh, it, was, it was a different kind of a dance. Yeah. They danced different to the... Mm -hmm. the, the Rock and roll. Yeah, rock see, and roll. See something that that's that you just kind of reminded me of is every time that we have played, you you know, obsessed is a bad word, but you you've been very conscientious about this is a two step, this is a cha cha, this is a waltz, and then now hearing you talk a lot about that, I am a I am a dance band musician sort, you know, kind of categorizing yourself a little bit. Um, is that maybe a little bit what you don't like about the new country? Is it doesn't you know, it doesn't have any of those rhythms, right? Oh, it's oh, yeah. rock. So. That's what you're trying to I talk about. So. It's like they're doing rock rhythms. Yeah. They're not doing two-step. Like, yeah. It's not, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's exactly Or a big it. part of it. Yeah. Uh, I like a rhythm that, that makes some, some kind of sense. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 happens at the American Legion if you don't play a whole bunch of waltzes? They what do they, what, what do they start doing? <laughs> they come up and request a waltz. <laughs> well, yeah. Probably. Uh, I played American Legion in uh, North Platte once, and and if you didn't play cab driver, you didn't get paid. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Wow. That's how that that was a. a like the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, uh, right. They somehow or other they'll fill the floor, right, mm -hmm. for that song. They're all like, shh, shh, "You're gonna play a two-step right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're gonna start playing waltzes right yeah. now." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Part of business. Yeah. What. Uh, you, you got any, anything else you can think of that we haven't really talked about? Well, one thing I was thinking of that is kind of interesting, me observing him playing because uh, most of his 60 years of playing, I wasn't with him just mm -hmm. for those years that I played, is that he started on keyboard, accordion, and then piano. He had the guitar and learned that. And then a lot of his years of a four-piece band, he was on... Uh, 
rhythm guitar. Mm -hmm. But now as a senior and in his later years, he's back to the keyboard. So that's an interesting thing mm -hmm. to me that as a solo person or uh, you know a duo or a soloist, you've gone back to your roots of the piano. Mm -hmm. You're not, you haven't played guitar for years. No. You're back to the, a keyboard that you can be a solo artist with the rhythms and the um, oh, yeah. voices on so, the guitar so or on the you, piano. So why you do, why, why are you playing piano mostly right now? Well, because I can, I have, I have bass and I have uh, uh, mm -hmm. treble and I have rhythm you can be a one-piece band. I can be a one-piece. I could go out and play a dance all alone, because mm -hmm. uh, it's all. And our, then you sing. You always sing. Yeah, so. and you sing with it. It's a great instrument. So it's kind of a full circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A little bit started there. Started on piano and accordion, and mm -hmm. came all the way back to it eventually in the end. Yeah. I played with some really good musicians. Uh, I learned a lot from some of the other musicians. Mm. They, they, uh, there's some good guitar players out there. We just lost one of them uh, not long ago. Played excellent uh, guitar, and he played uh, banjo too. Mm. I didn't even know that. I never Who's knew that? until he was on his deathbed. I didn't know that he played banjo. I never heard him do it before. But I'm not a string instrument. Uh, I don't know strings very good. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody can learn guitars, just mm -hmm. just rhythm. But to play lead on it is another another thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me get, let me think of, you're you're a string person. I'm definitely a string person. Yeah. Proud of it, but uh, no, yeah. Um, the, I guess the last thing is. Um, can you think of any other kind of really silly moments in the music business? Any other stories of random gigs that were just ridiculous or? Well, the only other time was when we went to the lakes, yeah. Okaboji, yeah. and we pulled up, pulled up with the band who was going to play. Uh, at one of the resorts there. I yeah, think. at a big resort and uh, in, uh, in uh, what was it? Uh, the name of the place. New Inn. Yeah, the New Inn. Still there, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. It is. And uh, we pulled up there, and I, I says, boy, where are we going to... Set up. Where are we going to set up? And Harvey was, uh, the bass player was in there, and he was always worried about where he was going to be. And uh, I, I said, or he said, oh, look, we're going to, we're going to be playing along the pool there, on the north side of the pool. And I says, Harvey, I don't think so. They got a walkway out into the water. <laughs> and we played out on the water. <laughs> and we drug those cords and stuff out there in the middle of the, you were there. Yeah. Why, we'd have been all That's dead crazy. if we. Yeah, that caves in. Yeah. Oh, it was something else. I tell you, Harvey was like this all the time. Just, he was scared. Oh, I would be too. I, I, I don't know how they got by with that. Uh, I mean, 
That's uh, a long time ago. Yeah. You I'm could do lots of yeah. stuff. Dragging 110 volts out yeah. there, uh, well, that's risky business. Mm -hmm. We had amplifiers and drivers and everything there. Worked out okay, but... <laughs> oh. Yeah, wow. But he thought when we pulled up, there was a little dance floor along the edge or mm -hmm. something they could use for a dance floor. He says, that's what we're going to play on, I think. I said, I don't think so. I didn't, it looks like they've got us set up out there in the middle of the pool. And we were. Mm -hmm. It was kind of scary. I don't think I'd have the guts to do it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, like, I can't. Well, I, can't I don't know how, what that. they thought about uh, the, the, the liability yeah. uh, out there. They didn't. Well, it was way. 70s. There wasn't <laughs> yeah. liability, yeah. right? Like I mean, before like, OSHA. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that was that was scary. Yeah, wow. We were that far from the water. Yeah. This, this thing was only about that high above the water. I right? it. Yeah. Wow. There we was out there planking away. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's, you know, the, the, I guess we'll finish up with that is this, the... the the, time, the times are just plain different now, oh, you know, wow. there's all sorts of stuff that you could get away with in the 20s and 70s and whatever, and now it's just, it's just plain different. A lot more rules room. now. Yeah, but, a lot more but rules. But I never did ever have to play behind a screen. Yeah. The, I've never liked, uh, there are certain places in the United States to this day that... that the chicken have, wire. The yeah, chicken yeah. wire, so the beer bottles don't come up. Yeah. Conking you on the head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that that's crazy when you hear guys with stories like I, that. I've got just... some friends uh, in our town right now that have played out in Montana and some mm. of the rough bars out there, and uh, there's chicken wire. Yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, right? That's straight out. I mean, Blues Brothers, right? I mean, they they somebody came, somebody didn't come up with that. They experienced no. that, yeah. you know. I mean, they're, yeah, they're that's true. That's just funny. Yeah. But, uh, well, um, in general, I guess on, on behalf of, uh, both my mom and I would definitely, uh, thanks for, um, for being such a good music inspiration to our family. Obviously yeah. you can see the, you can see the, your dad, you, mom, mm -hmm. me, and then now, um, uh, my brother's kid Maverick plays cello. I mean, we got yeah. this five generation thing happening yeah. here with with music, yeah. and that's that's just really neat. That's good. Uh, well, thanks for the interview. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. So, um, that's that's Kate. That's KC Music Talk. We'll be uh, back another time with more more interviews and. Uh, more good uh, music discussion. So, um, Diana Foster, Maynard Zip, Rob Foster. Um, we'll see you guys later. Bye.